Our top story today is safety on metro area light rail trains and buses. Two men have been charged in the brutal attack of a transgender woman at a Minneapolis light rail station Monday morning that left her with critical injuries. Investigators think this is a bias-motivated assault. The suspects are due to make their first court appearances this afternoon in Hennepin County Court. The attack comes amid rising crime on the metro transit system. Tomorrow, state lawmakers in the House Transportation, Finance and Policy Committee are scheduled to discuss a bill that would enforce a new code of conduct on metro buses and trains. DFL State Representative Brad Tabke of Shakopee is the lead author of that bill. He joins us to talk about it. Welcome, Representative. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you so much for having me. One might think a Minneapolis or St. Paul lawmaker might shepherd this bill through the process, but you're from Shakopee. Are you a transit user? I am. I am. Unfortunately, the first day of session, uh, the front end of my truck got taken out, and so I am a uh, forced uh, but happy transit user every day from Shakopee to the Capitol. And how are the experiences for you? It has been eye-opening, to say the least. It uh, uh, We started working on transit because I have a uh, in 2019 when I was in the legislature, and we worked on transit and transit safety at that time, knowing that the things were not quite right with how we were handling transit safety in uh, in the metro, and uh, it has done nothing but get worse post, uh, post-COVID. And the rides have been... Uh, learned a lot about what we need to do. Um, and so I'm on the trains nearly uh, nearly every day of the week and have had a lot of uh, negative and a lot of positive experiences. And so what we, we need to do is make sure that everybody knows what it is, uh, what culture and what expect, expectations there are for everyone uh, being a uh, transit rider and what it is to be a comfortable and safe, to have a comfortable and safe ride. I want to ask a little bit about the incidents, and I know you've done some research on this as you're carrying the bill. How many of the incidents reported are serious crimes versus incidents that make riders uncomfortable? Yeah, that is a really great question, and there are a a number of uh, serious crimes, like what the terrible incident on Monday uh, on the Lake Street platform, and uh, it's just awful, and it's not acceptable in any uh, state of mind. And so it is something we absolutely have to work on. So there are things that uh, absolutely are extraordinarily uh, dangerous and unsafe situations that happen on transit. But there are also a lot of things that just simply, as you said, make people uncomfortable. And so it's not, it is not something that's illegal to uh, sleep on the train if you are experiencing homelessness. It's not uh, those kinds of things are ones that we're not worried about. We People can uh, uh, experience a certain level of discomfort, but smoking on the trains and being belligerent on the trains and uh, different things like that are completely unacceptable and we have to take action. So what does your bill do? I was looking through it quickly here. It looks like it would make it a misdemeanor to as, to smoke and eat and play loud music and litter and that kind of thing. Um, but a lot of people might be more worried about the really serious things like drug use, weapons, or assault. Yeah, absolutely. So what what we're doing in the legislature and our, we're working together with uh, a lot of different folks is we are moving forward on a two-phase plan. And uh, so what we had worked on before would had been referred to as the ambassador bill. And uh, that was working with Metro Transit and hiring more folks to be on the trains in order to uh, enforce fare evasion, those kinds of things, code of conduct issues, those types of things. And also just to be there to help uh, 
help people when they're lost of, of new folks who are riding the transit system to be able to say, hey, you need to uh, get off the train at uh, Government Plaza and, and switch trains at U.S. Bank or whatever that may be to get where they're going to be that helpful hand when they're there to carry Narcan, um, to do those kinds of things. But as I was riding the train every day, it became clear extremely quickly that that is a uh, a 30% solution for what we, what we actually need to have on the trains. And so that what uh, we're doing is the first phase of the bill that we'll be discussing tomorrow is a is an intervention phase. And so we need to have a reset of what the culture is of riding the trains. And so it's not acceptable to smoke on the trains. It's not acceptable to um, be uh, getting into fights on the trains and different things like that. It has there's a culture right now that those kinds of things are just okay and uh we need to make sure to reset that and so we have the transit system and specifically the trains right now are a magnifier for all the issues that we have in our society regarding homelessness and addiction and mental health issues and those kinds of things are magnified on our transit system and so we're going to start out with working together with the counties and with the department of human services and other folks uh independent entities to for a, a period of a month getting on there and just finding issues and making sure people are are connected to help that they need uh, a lot of the issues uh, around addiction we need to get on and talk to people and say hey how can we help and where do we need to go and then once we get that piece done and anybody who wants help has help, then we come after that with enforcement, You working together with the counties and with the cities along the line and making sure that we are enforcing the code of conduct and that uh, I've talked to a lot of uh, Metro Transit police officers on the train and they don't feel that they have the ability to remove someone from the train. And so we're clarifying uh, statutes and, and wording to make sure everybody knows that this is the expectation of what it is to be a transit rider and we have a massive state asset that we need to protect and we are uh, moving forward legislative leadership to do that. So it sounds as though at a, at a certain point there will be a, a crackdown on bad behavior that will result in, in a misdemeanor if found guilty. And, and I'm wondering, um, do you have any concerns that that could reinforce racial inequities? Because, as you know, research so shows that misdemeanors uh, disproportionately affect poor folks and people of color. Yep, absolutely. That is uh, one at the forefront of our discussions and making sure that we are working together with everyone um, and having additional enforcement uh, on the trains will absolutely have uh, has risk in in moving forward with that, but also uh, not doing anything has a significant amount of risk to it as well, as we see of what happened uh, on Monday with the the incident at Lake Street there. And so we've got lots, we have a significant amount of concern from a legislative perspective that this is not being uh, handled. And so we are moving forward with handling that. And we have been working with uh, the Posse Caucus um, and folks here in the House and in the Senate to make sure that we are doing things as best we can to uh, protect people and making sure that we are having a safe and comfortable ride on transit. Say this is a a multi-billion dollar taxpayer-funded system. Is it being effectively managed? Can some of the safety concerns be connected to how the system is managed? I think right now it... uh, to me, there is. I obviously wish that things have uh, had gone differently and had been acted upon sooner, and had taken. And that's uh, partly a legislative issue where we didn't pass some things. I think that we should have passed before COVID. Um, but as I said before, this the 
trains especially are a magnifier for all of the issues that we haven't been doing uh, well in the state of Minnesota. With uh, We have a huge spike in uh, addiction issues. We've had a huge spike in uh, people experiencing homelessness and mental health concerns, people in crisis on the trains. And so it is a in general, a safe and warm place, especially in the winter, for for people to go. And so it, it shows glaringly the issues that we have in our society today that we in the legislature are working on um, putting significant resources into helping and alleviating and fixing those issues that come up with our equity issues and with everything that we've got going on. Um, we must continue to work on that. And transit is uh, is showing that we have these issues and we have to work together to fix it. Say you've uh, been around for a while here when it comes to lawmaking. How confident are you that the bill could make it through the legislature this session? I am very confident that we will get uh, work done. This has been something um, that people have been talking about, that a lot of folks, uh, like my bill going in tomorrow, uh, uh, Chair uh, Lead Petersburg, uh, as a Republican uh, lead in the House Transportation Committee, I've been working closely with him to make sure that what that what we're doing is a large, coordinated effort to make sure that people know um, that this is this is a great way. This is a really important key move that is happening, and this is a change in where it's going. And so we know that the way to have the trains and the transit system be the most safe possible is by having people on there. And so what we hope happens and what we hope continues to happen is that as uh, we work and we, we share the message that we're taking active uh actions on getting getting this moving forward and getting more uh, social services on the train to help the people who need help. We are getting uh, more enforcement on the train to help uh, make sure that it's a safe environment, that people come back to the transit system and they know it's a safe, comfortable ride. And uh, the more people we have, the better off we'll be. All right. Representative, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Kathy. Have a great day. You too. We've been talking to DFL State Representative Brad Tapke of Shakopee. He has a bill before the House Transportation Finance and Policy Committee tomorrow that would outline misdemeanor offenses on Metro Transit buses and trains.